Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the E2C Network, podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. War Eagle, Auburn fans, this is Stoppage Time, your source of Auburn soccer news and notes and scores and information. As you can tell uh, from my voice, this is not Drew Hooper. Drew Hooper cannot be with me tonight. He's not feeling well under the weather. So tonight, you just have me. But I wanted to make sure we got a podcast out, got some information out, because we had some really important matches over the weekend, and I want to touch on those and we'll talk about those, but also... We have two important matches coming up, and I want to preview those also. I didn't want y'all to be without the information. These are really important matches. We're at a really important junction in Auburn soccer as we begin our SEC play. And we actually began our SEC play last Thursday playing Kentucky. We traveled up to Lexington, and Auburn actually got a 2-1 victory in double overtime. So let's just get into the, uh, the action. In the fourth minute, Kentucky opened up the scoring off a corner kick, giving Kentucky the nil-one lead. There would be a long time before we would see another goal. In the 81st minute, Brie Folds sends a free kick into the box, targeting the head of Jesse Giroux. Giroux goes up for the ball and puts it in the back of the net. Uh, but, is there a controversy? But was it a Kentucky on goal? Was it Jesse Giroux that put the ball in the back of the net, or was it Kentucky? Uh, it looked like live-action Jesse Drew went up and did a great job heading that ball into the net. As we know that she can do, she's done it so many times this season, last season. But when they showed the replay, it looks like the ball may have come off a Kentucky defender. Drew went up. She actually went up higher than the defender. But it looks like the ball caught the Kentucky defender, and she might have been the one that directed that ball into the net. Uh, I'm kind of confused on that. Uh, I'll try to see who... They gave credit to, I see one place they give credit to Jesse Giroux for the goal. I see another place where uh, she didn't get credit for the goal. So I don't know. Was it an own goal? Was it Giroux? I think when we talk about this goal, uh, whether Giroux scored the goal actually off her head or not, I think you got to give her credit for the goal because it's because of her, you know, her, her, her uh, ability in the air. Kentucky had to respect that. You know, I'm sure they watched film on Jesse Giroux. They know that she is a threat in the air with her head. She scores so many goals that way. So they had to defend her tough. They had to defend her close. And because they did that, they were in the position, if the ball did indeed come off a Kentucky player's head, to put that ball in their own net. And uh, just credit to Jesse Giroux for trying to, for having to earn that respect and uh, from Kentucky and, and, and making them mess up in the box. Uh, but Giroux as I said in one source, was credited with the goal. That If she did get the goal, it would be her third on the season. Uh, I think the other two were headers. Maybe one of them was just a header. Uh, but Brief Falls got the assist on that goal. Uh, but it was a very important goal for this reason. Giroux's goal really sparked the Auburn team in a match that really lacked a lot of spark 
in the first 48 or first 81 minutes. It was a really big goal. Uh, after Jesse Giroux's goal, we saw a change in the team. Uh, we saw a lot more fire in the team. Like I said, a lot more spark. Uh, and we saw that carry into overtime. And this match did go into overtime. Uh, in the first overtime, there was no goals, but we did see Brief Folds go down with an injury. Uh, this was a big loss for the team at a very crucial time. Last season, six of Folds' nine goals were game winners. So she is our our game winner player, I guess you would say. Uh, she is the one that comes up clutch when the game is on the line and scores that goal to put the game away. Uh, and here we are in overtime under golden ball rules, which means first goal wins uh and we don't have folds she's out of the match she's she walks off with injury uh she was down for a while it was really scary moments for a little while uh it looked like it was her ankle that uh was injured but uh eventually she got up she walked off the field on her own power so that was good uh it did give me a, a few heart palpitations in the double overtime when i hear ambulance sirens in the background but I do not believe those were for brief folds. You know, it was just a, a scary moment. Uh, I think she'll be okay, but we'll talk about brief folds again in just a minute. Uh, the match did go into double overtime. In the 105th minute, Jesse Drow heads a ball into the offensive third and is picked up by Haley Whitaker. Whitaker turns her attack around the Kentucky defender, shoots left post, and gives Auburn their first SEC win of the season. Uh, Jesse Giroux and Livia Dedells had the assist on that goal. Uh, great, great work by Haley Whitaker. It's those goals that we see her do so many times where she just beats her defender, turns, and puts it in the back of the net. Uh, that is where, where Jesse Giroux is really good in the air, where her, uh, you know the air is her forte. That's her specialty. Whitaker is really good with a defender in front of her. She just is. She's really good turning that ball, firing through the defense, and just finding the net. And that's what she did. And it was a really huge goal for Auburn. It gave them their first SEC win. It was a big goal for Haley Whitaker. It was her second on the season, third career goal. Uh, in the match, Auburn had 11 shots, two on goal. Kentucky had 10 shots, three on goal. So uh, Auburn had two shots on goal, and we had two goals. So we had 100% efficiency as far as shots on goal goes this season. Uh, somewhere, Drew is happy. He's smiling. Uh, Kate Hart had two saves in the match. Kentucky played really well in this match. I was really impressed with how they played. I hate to say that because they're the opponent. They really, uh, they were really a competitive team. They gave Auburn a lot of fits in the first 81 minutes of the match. Uh, defensively and in the midfield, Kentucky put a lot of pressure on Auburn. We were constantly being tackled by two or three players at the same time. Uh, they swarmed the ball. And I really feel like, as far as how they play defensively and, and aggressively, we have not seen a team uh, play that aggressively as far as uh, gang tackling and swarming the ball this season as we saw Kentucky play. It was, it was kind of a new, uh, a new look as far as opponents this season goes. Uh, Coach Hoppe was forced to change her game plan a little bit. She moved from a four defender back to a 3-5-2 where she went with three defenders and loaded the midfield. And personally, uh, when I saw her make this move, she took Jalen Gatson out. She went, she put another, uh, I think she put uh, Caroline Peterson in at that point. She loaded that midfield with the, f the five midfielders. And uh, with as much trouble as they had been giving us on defense so far, you know, being very aggressive, uh, actually even having some 1v1 opportunities on, on net and missing, 
I was really worried about the defensive line just going to a three uh, a three player back. But Auburn seemed to respond really well with that, and she's done that before. Uh, I I was really surprised, but obviously Coach Hoppe knows what she's doing. Uh, Auburn played a lot better. I didn't think the defense was a challenge as badly after they went to that five-person midfield. And I think it's because we had that midfield loaded. We were able to get the ball back. Uh, now, we were still having a hard time offensively. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, that didn't really translate to offensive help, but I think defensively it helped keep the ball out of our defensive third. Uh, offensively, this was not the heavy, the shot-heavy Tigers we are used to seeing. Uh, we only shot the ball 11 times. Again, we had two shots on goal. And we settled for a lot of shots that were from outside the 18-yard box. And Coach Hoppe talked about this. You know, they break in and uh, they do the coaches' interview during the matches. I'm sure that drives coaches batty that, you know, they're having to talk to uh, SEC Network when they should be coaching their team. But she expressed her frustration about that, about uh, giving up shots a little too soon from outside the 18-yard box. And uh, so she definitely wanted to uh, game plan out of that. Uh, and, of course, we did see a goal in the 81st minute from Haley Whitaker. She was uh, around around the 18-yard box. I think she was actually inside the box when she made that goal. So uh, they did move into the into the box and made things happen. Uh, the team showed a lot of heart in this match. Uh, they were really frustrated. Again, I said the first 81 minutes of the match, they were very frustrated. Uh, Kentucky was being very aggressive in the midfield, uh, on defense. Uh, they weren't getting a lot of momentum going, uh, a lot of back and forth. Early in the match, Auburn had a lot of possession, but I think as the match went on, it kind of equaled out a little bit. There was more equal possession between uh, Auburn and Kentucky, and uh, this team really had a battle in this match, and as I said before, that Jesse Giroux goal just sparked the team, and they were a new team after the 81st minute. Um but Auburn got an important first SEC win that will set the tone for the rest of the SEC schedule. So, uh, great win in Lexington on the road, uh, an SEC win. Now, this is going to be one of our, I believe, our easier SEC wins. Uh, and again, we're going to double overtime here. So, uh, it's just going to be a harder road going forward. And we'll preview what we got coming ahead. Uh, but we did have another match on Sunday night. Auburn traveled up from Lexington North to Norfolk, Virginia, where they battled Old Dominion at their uh, their place and uh, ended up battling to a nil-nil draw in double overtime. Uh, this match aired on Conference USA Premium, so uh, needless to say, we weren't watching it. Uh, Old Dominion came into this match with one loss at 6-1-1. One, and one. Uh, You could have... Uh, you would have liked to have come out of this match with a win, but we left the game with a result and not a loss. And I think that's important, uh, especially for a, a, a long road trip, a, you know, a, a two-city road trip. Um, the most blaring note from this game, from this match, is we did not see Brie Folds. She did not make an appearance on the field. Or the only reason I see Brie Folds withheld from this match is, one, she's still nursing that ankle injury, or two, Coach Hoppe wants to take some extra time or extra precaution with her ankle, give her an extra day of rest prior to the Tennessee match, which we're going to preview in just a little bit. Uh, I think of those two options, I maybe lean to more to the one, the first one to a, that maybe she's still nursing that injury. Maybe she's not fully back yet because uh, just looking at our non-conference schedule, this was going to be a tougher non-conference match. Again, 
they'd only had one match thus far, six wins, one draw. Uh, you take Old Dominion seriously, and uh, you give them your best. And I think if uh, Brie Falls had been ready, I think she would have been in that match. I think you try to, to, to get a win here uh, any way you can. You get you put your best foot forward, which, again, that's going to be Brie Folds. And uh, you try to, to hammer out a, a, another non-conference win before you get into the meat of the SEC schedule. And since we didn't see that, I just have to think that maybe Brie Folds is still hurt. Uh, that does not bode well for us going forward. Hopefully she has a little bit of time to recuperate. Um, but Auburn ends the weekend 4-3-2 and two, and 1-0 and oh in the SEC. So we are SEC winners. We are toward the top of the, the box right now with our win. Uh, but we have important games still coming up. Uh, Auburn is going to play Tennessee on Thursday, September 26th at 6.30 p.m. This will air on the SEC Network Plus, so uh, if you have a cable subscription, you should be able to watch this match. Last season, Tennessee was 16-3-3 overall, and they were 7-2-1 in the SEC. So they were a, uh, you know, I warned earlier this season about these SEC teams with double-digit wins last season. Tennessee's another one of these teams that has double-digit wins last season. Auburn and Tennessee did not meet last season, so we don't have – I can't go back and, and look at that match. But their last meeting was a 1-1 one, one draw two years ago. Uh, Tennessee is 6-2-1 and one this season and 0-1 oh and one in the SEC. Uh, Tennessee has wins against Fordham, Mercer, Columbia, Southeast Louisiana, Cincinnati, and UC Davis. They have losses to Rutgers, and they are coming off a double overtime loss to Vandy. So uh, there's your SEC comparison there. Vandy was very good last season, by the way. Uh, and they also have a 3-3 double overtime draw against UMass this season. Uh, UT is a tough team. They won, again, 16 last season. Uh, more importantly, Auburn is coming off three straight double overtime matches. Uh, we had a double overtime match against Sanford. That was a draw a double overtime match against Kentucky, which we came out with a win, and a double overtime match against Old Dominion, which is also a nil-nil draw, uh, and a two-game road stretch against uh, into Kentucky and Virginia, again, uh, Lexington and Norfolk. So uh, that's a, a lot of time, a, a lot of, uh, first of all, time on the road. Second of all, a lot of time on our legs with three straight double overtime matches. Uh, Auburn is going to be playing with some tired legs, and they're going to be playing on short rest. Again, we played on Sunday, and now we're going to be playing on uh, Thursday. So it's going to be a short week. We don't even get that extra day uh, on a Friday match. More importantly, I think Auburn is just tired. All right. Uh, I was looking back through the schedule after we recorded last week, and Auburn has played six of the last ten matches have been on the road. And more importantly than six of the last 10, which is crazy. You think about, we've only had four matches at home and that was a four game stretch together. So, you know, we traveled down to Florida. We had two matches down there or, or at least one and a half. Uh, we traveled to Georgia for the, the Bulldog Invitational against Maryland and Virginia Tech. Uh, we came back home for four matches. And then again, we go up to uh, Kentucky and up to Virginia for two more matches. That's a lot of time on the road, and uh, one thing that kind of impressed upon me this week and I guess got me thinking about it was Auburn Soccer Twitter account tweeted out a picture of the girls, uh, the ladies, and they're at the airport. They're on their laptops. They're doing their homework in the airport, and we have to remember, it's easy to forget, these are student athletes. They're not just practicing and traveling and playing matches, uh, watching film. 
They're going to class. They're doing their homework. And again, six matches on the road this year where they're doing their homework. They're trying to stay up in their classes, keep their grades up so they stay eligible. Uh, we look at the schedule. We we see the uh, the four, three, and two. And you know we we look. You know, is it the defense? Is it the offense? Is it the midfield? Is it the coaching? I think a lot of it is, is we're tired. We've had so many games on the road to start this season on the non-conference and this SEC match. That I think we're tired, and I think uh, I think that's one thing that's been affecting us. So it's going to be good to return home to play at home in this match. Um, the good news is also uh, coming off a double overtime match to uh, Vandy, Tennessee is. Uh, they're going to also be on short rest. They played on Sunday. They played an over overtime match. It was a loss, kind of a heartbreaker. They were on the road. Uh, this is also this is going to be their second straight road game in a row for them. So they were on the road in Nashville. They're going to be on the road in Auburn as well. So that's good news for us. Auburn will also have a home field advantage, of course. Uh, we'll be coming off the road, playing at home in an SEC uh, matchup in front of the home crowd. I think this is a matchup that uh, will re-energize re the team, that they're going to be in front of the home crowd. They're going to feed off that energy. So it's going to be really important for everyone to go to this match, to create a lot of noise, to create a lot of energy, so that these girls can just feed off that energy. They're tired, I told you. Three double overtime matches in a row, last two on the road, six of the last ten on the road. They're tired. They're going to need your energy to uh, help them get through this match. And again, Tennessee is not a slouch team. This is one of the teams that I was worried about preseason. They're a double-digit win team from last season. Uh, so please go out there and, uh, and support these girls. Be loud and uh, give them everything you have. Uh, I don't think getting Bree Folds back is the key to Auburn's victory here. Again, we might have her. We might not. I don't know how severe her injury is. I don't know if she's will be rested enough uh, to play. But she has definitely offered something to the offense in terms of goals, assists, and offensive pressure that would certainly help if she can be healthy for this match. So uh, I think two keys to this victory will be Auburn turnout students and fans and parents coming and being loud. And also, it would be really great to get Bree Folds back. Again, I don't think our victory hinges on Bree Folds being back. I think uh, with Sydney Richards and Jesse Giroux and Haley Whitaker and Angeline Daly, I think they can get it done. But Bree Foles has been such a playmaker with goals and assists and, and just teams having to account for her on the field that it'd be really important to get her back for this match. So that is Thursday night. We'll have another SEC matchup on Sunday. Auburn travels to Oxford, Mississippi to play Ole Miss. Uh, this match is Sunday, September 29th at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So likely to be hot. It's going, to, it's going to also going to be on the SEC Network Plus. So again, if you have a cable subscription, you should be able to see this match. Last season, Ole Miss went 13, 8, and 1, and they went 6, 3, and 1 in the SEC. So again, another double-digit win team from last season. Our last meeting with uh, Ole Miss was actually last season in 2018, where we fell to them 2-3 at home. Uh, Last season, Ole Miss had one of the best players in the country in CeCe Kaiser. Uh, she was literally one of the best players in the country. Kaiser cut through our defense last season like a hot knife through butter and scored a brace. Uh, I still have nightmares. I, I, I can still see her now just running through our defense and just putting the game winner in the back of the net. 
driving a stake in our hearts. Uh, it was a tough loss. Uh, but Ole Miss no longer has CeCe Kaiser. Hallelujah. All right. Uh, she is a great player, and I'm glad she is not on their team anymore. Uh, she graduated and is probably playing for Real Madrid right now. Uh, she is a great player, uh, but they don't have her this season. Now, I don't know what this Ole Miss team is going to look like without her. Uh, I've heard rumors, all right? I don't know if this is true. Uh, a coworker, uh, he's into soccer, says he has a friend, and his daughter plays on the team, and she's good enough to play in the Olympics. So they might have an Olympic player there. I don't know. But the good news is they don't have CeCe Kaiser. I think that's going to be important for Auburn. Uh, this season, Ole Miss is 6-2-1 and one currently. Uh, they have wins against North Alabama, Southeast Missouri. They have a double overtime win against Minnesota. Minnesota, if you want to look at common opponents, was the team that knocked us out of the NCAA tournament last season. So we do have a loss to Minnesota. Uh, I didn't think it was the uh, – I think the refs helped them a little bit last season. You can go back and listen to the episode last season and, and review that. They do have a, a double overtime win against Minnesota. Uh, Western Kentucky, Murray State, and Long Beach State. We also played Long Beach State last season on our trip to California, and we beat them. So uh, they have losses against Memphis, South Alabama, and a draw against Missouri at home, which they are just coming off of. Uh, so it's kind of hard to tell where Ole Miss at this season. They've beat some not-so-great teams. They beat a good team or two. They lost to Memphis, which is a pretty good team. Uh, they lost to South Alabama, which... Not that great. And they had a draw against Missouri at home. And Missouri was so-so last season as well. So it's kind of hard to see where they're at. Um, this season, Auburn has a secret weapon. You ready for this? It's me. Uh, Oxford is about an hour and a half from Memphis. And I really plan on trying to uh, get down there. It's about an hour and a half drive. And uh, I'm trying to get out of church and just get down there as fast as I can. The Mississippi cops are really bad on the road to Oxford if you've ever been to a football game or, or a baseball game or anything else. Uh, so I'm not going to try to uh, break the law to get down there, but I do want to be there to support our ladies. I hope there is another – there is a, a big Auburn contingency there, there to support them because I think this is going to be a challenge also. I think out of the two matches, if I look at the two, I think Tennessee is going to be our harder match. Uh, luckily, we have that one at home, uh, the, a little bit of an advantage there, but – Ole Miss on the road, it's not going to be easy. Uh, Ole Miss always gives us fits. Again, no C.C. Kaiser, so we'll see. Uh, but uh, I, I would not go into this match lightly. I don't think Coach Hoppe is going to go into this match lightly. But she should have her secret weapon there. I should be there in the stands cheering them on. And hopefully I can will them to a win from the stands. Uh, but uh, we're going to have some great soccer this week. Uh, if you – can't go to the matches make sure you catch on the sec network tennessee and ole miss are going to be two great matches uh cheer our girls on give them support if you can't be at the match give them support on twitter uh tweet and let them know you're watching uh it's going to be uh it's going to be a good week of soccer i'm looking forward to it. i'm really looking forward to traveling down there and getting to watch our tigers in person but that's what i have for you this week i'm sorry it's a little bit shorter uh, again no Drew, but uh, we wish him uh, well that he gets better. 
And uh, if you have any questions or comments, you just want to tweet me, cries of outrage, I'll accept those too. I'll probably just forward those to Drew. But if you want to reach me um, on Twitter, at Seminary Sugar Daddy, S-E-M-I-N-A-R-Y-S-G-R-D-A-D-Y. Or you can find me on the uh, E2C Network discussions page. I'm the moderator there. Uh, we always talk about football and soccer and equestrian and whatever else you want to talk about. Come there. You can find me there. Uh, call me out. Talk to me. Disagree with me. I love to hear it all. But uh, until next week, and hopefully we'll be coming back with two more SEC wins, undefeated in the SEC, I say War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?